You know, Jesus warned us that in the end times, deception like a virus will spread like wildfire. Disguised as the answer to all our problems, our secular culture can only offer replacements to the truth. The good news is that the truth of the Bible is the cure. In Pastor Jack Hibbs' new book called Living in the Days of Deception, he reveals the antidote to the lies we're told that have become increasingly harder to detect. From the inspiring foreword written by Mike Pompeo to the final chapters, Pastor Jack exposes how to combat deceptive spirits and equips us when we're deceived by the ultimate liar, Satan himself. Living in the Days of Deception by Jack Hibbs is a powerful must-read, and when you order, you can bundle by getting the DVDs and a downloadable link for a gift of any amount at jackhibbs.com radio. That's jackhibbs.com radio. Real Life presents the Jack Hibbs Podcast with intention and boldness to proclaim truth, equip the saints, and impact our culture. How do we reset something if it's not broken? So first you have to break it. That's right. So before you actually bring in a reset, you have to smash it into a million pieces. And we have just lived through the last two years of them smashing our civilization into a million pieces. You can get the outlines of this podcast by going to jackhibbs.com slash podcast. Today, if this podcast lifts you up and encourages you to live a more fulfilled life in Christ, then make sure you leave us one of those five-star ratings. To us, that's like saying amen or yes. Then that rating will encourage others to listen. Now open your hearts to what God's Word has to say to you. Here is Jack Hibbs. Charlie, where do we begin? We're talking about the Great Reset. Yeah, I mean, first, this is an intimidating topic for a lot of people. And I have done a lot of research and study into this for the last year, year and a half in particular. And it's intimidating because when you just read the website of the people that are trying to execute the Great Reset, you feel like you're reading a conspiracy theory. And I think that's actually part of the strategy yes. is that they lead with the stuff that you won't even believe. And then they're able to say like, oh, it's not even a conspiracy theory because there is no way that it could actually be real. We've all heard the term globalists. Uh, these are people that do not believe in the sovereignty of nations. Uh, these are people that don't believe in borders. They don't believe there should be any difference between America or Brazil or Sierra Leone, that the world needs to come together in a borderless society. So the globalists, they look at themselves as trying to micro-engineer your behavior, the world, your decisions, and in particular, let's just be blunt, they want to play God because they don't believe in God. And right. so we, everyone here tonight believes in two things. And you might have different politics. You might have different ways of looking at the world. We believe there is a God and you are not him. That's is that right. right? We believe those two things tonight? <laughs> Good start. That's a nice starting yeah, point, absolutely. right? absolutely. At the World Economic Forum, the globalist setting, they believe neither of those things. That's right. They do not believe there is a God. And they believe if there was a God, it's me. Titan of industry, Jeff Bezos, Hollywood actor, head of state. So that's a huge difference, right? So we start from a philosophical approach of one of humility and one that is waiting for God's grace to come down to us. They look at one as one of will. I am going to make the world as I want it, and I am going to be in charge. And that really is a satanic and good versus evil struggle that we see from the very beginning of the Bible. The challenge always was, how do we reset something if it's not broken. So first you have to break it. That's right. 
So before you actually bring in a reset, you have to smash it into a million pieces. And we have just lived through the last two years of them smashing our civilization into a million pieces. Lock everything down, put masks on kids, don't allow them to develop linguistic skills, vaccine mandates, destroy small businesses, mm -hmm. erode the currency, create 80% of all dollar bills in circulation in the last two years. And then all of these other seemingly out of reach goals right. all of a sudden come right into view. So as we talk tonight, Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, Davos, we get all of our terms right, these people are, they look at themselves as the masters of the universe of the entire planet. But there's one, there's a couple things that stand in the way of the Great, great Reset, and one of those is America. They don't really know what to do with America exactly yet, right. and it's a perfect segue to our conversation tonight. You guys, what's amazing about what Charlie's talking about is because as you research the development of nations and the birth of nations throughout human history, there's only two nations in the world that can boast the hand of God directly upon their founding. And one is the nation Israel, and the other is the United States, which is a very remarkable thing, which is one of the reasons why we are what is known in the world as American exceptionalism is the fact that it's not that we're snooty or that we're better than anybody else. It's that we recognize that we have been recipients of a tremendous act of God that began with our pilgrim fathers. And again, I'm, I'm a big fan of the Mayflower Compact. It's a two-paragraph uh, argument, uh, declaration. It's the na in some ways, it's the nation's birth certificate, and you ought to read it. It should be read, I think, to your kids and by yourself every year. But the, the point that we're making tonight is this, is that the Bible makes the announcement that in the last days, okay, whatever that is, the last days, we do know it means that at a time when God moves, that in the last days, there's gonna be a, a gathering of nations from around the world that wind up ruling the world, and each of them, the Bible tells us in the book of Daniel and in the book of Revelation, that each of them have a king, and each of the ten dominate the world. So ten kings will preside over ten regions that will dominate the, the municipalities or, or uh, regions of power under them. And the Bible refers to this in the book of Daniel. Many people have referred in our modern tongue to the resurrection of what was the ancient Roman Empire out of the book of Daniel. It's fascinating. But the point is this. There are 10 leaders. There'll be four key speaking uh, rule makers, but out of them will arise one that will be predominant. And that one will, by intrigue, whittle away or destroy the other so that he alone is this one that dominates the economies of the world, that dominates what, what you can believe and not believe. In fact, he is the one, Charlie, that in Revelation 13 tells us that it's this guy that is going to implement a reboot or a reset of the economic uh, systems of the world by numbers. No more currency. No more currency. The Bible says in Revelation 13 that this one that is coming will implement a numerical system of transaction, and there's a prefix, by the way, to the number. So think about your phone. You've got your area code before your number, right? Well, think about the prefix. The Bible says in the book of Revelation that that prefix of your number will be a three-digit number, and it is the number 666. And he is the one, this one that is known as the Antichrist, will usher in a global dominating world economy and a world system. 
To us, that sounds bad. To us, that sounds horrible. To a world that has been conditioned. And that's why you and I have been talking to Charlie. I've been telling Charlie that I think the last two years, we've been going through the great setup. That's right. Before the big reset takes place. Because, like he said, America's a weird duck in the world. That's right. Be the moment it was under the leadership of Trump, our economy exploded back and, and things began to move again. Your business began to prosper. You had to hire people. This is unheard of in the world. And there's something about America that is unique. And so it's our prayer that we stand and fight and stay strong. God might show us mercy, right? He might pause the button on the things that are advancing. But we're living in the days, now we see, post-COVID world, we see how things can change now globally, overnight. And so it's quite a remarkable time. But America is that bone that is stuck in the throat of, of this globalist effort. And sad to say, is these great corporations, you know, that we've all learned to uh, be dependent upon, the Apples and the Microsofts of the world and Amazon, um, I'm, you must admit, you almost maybe can't live without them. We're hooked on them. We don't like going shopping anymore. We like that little box at our doorstep. But all that comes at a price. It's building a kingdom. And they have an agenda. And they see themselves as lords. Right? And the Great Reset, make no mistake, was severely weakened under, the, under President Trump for four years. When America's energy independent and the borders are secure wow. and the economy is vibrant and peace is breaking out in the Middle East and you don't have autocrats invading other sovereign countries and you have NATO beefing up and all of a sudden membership is increasing, all of a sudden the Great Reset is kind of like this weird coffee shop discussion and no one takes it seriously. <laughs> when the American dollar is strengthened, when inflation was kept in check, yes. when consumer price index was the highest ever, all of a sudden all these kind of other ideas kind of don't make a lot of sense. But now that you're going to go pay for gas in California, and $7 gas is coming very soon. Yes. Very soon. $110 a barrel oil. It's going to be 130 in two weeks if this keeps up. If all of a sudden you try to buy a home in Phoenix, buy a home in L.A., everything's 20 or 30% more expensive. All of a sudden, there's going to be clamoring for what the American dollar has not done completely or totally, just reset. The dollar and the pound are the only two currencies in the last 100 years not to reset. I'm going to say that again. That is awesome. The dollar and the pound are the only two currencies in the last 100 years not to reset. What does that mean when you don't have to reset? It means no one obliterated it. No one destroyed it. So what does it mean when a currency is reset? 90% of what you own disappears immediately. That's the only way you could reset a currency. Right. You devalue it so much. By the way, when prices go up, you're seeing your dollar become weaker in real time. Yes. As all of a sudden you go into a store and everything costs more and you have to buy less, even though you're working harder to just buy less stuff that costs more, you are experiencing the ramifications of the Great Reset. These are spiritual powers, ladies and gentlemen, that are behind all entities, all things that take place. Now, for some of you, you may not be a believer. You may not be familiar with the Bible. But the scriptures teach us that the things that are manifested in our physical world are manifesting because of invisible powers that are at play. And you, I know, some, oh, I can't go that far. I can't go. Just, just understand this, that you don't have to believe it, but many do. And you may not believe in what they're thinking or saying, but they do. And it's very clear that there is what God has spoken in the spirit realm, 
And there is a spirit realm that is known as sinister and dark and demonic. And Charlie said it right at the beginning. These players view themselves as, as lords unto themselves. Right. They are not only kings, but they view themselves as king makers. And so, again, this, this thing, this bump in the road that uh, America is, uh, does that send a message? Uh, does it promote, does it announce that there's hope? And I want you to know that I absolutely believe that there's hope. Listen, God governs time. It's not for you and I to figure out, oh my goodness, the great reset's coming. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go sit in the desert and wait. Don't do that. Some people, <laughs> should I go to college? Of course not, but. Yeah, but that's that's but, a separate question. But, but live your life. Don't do that. Why would you do that? I trained you so well, Jack. Why would you do that? But, but uh, do you wanna get married? Get married. That's right, exactly right. You wanna yes. have babies? Have a yes. bunch. Yes. But listen, live your life looking for Jesus, but just know this. As a believer, this world is not our home, but we fight for our freedom and liberty more than anybody else. Right? I, I said earlier that part of their strategy is to list out what would otherwise be considered so extreme publicly, and then the media doesn't cover it, but you could actually still find it on their website instead of doing it privately because then it's so, it's, it's so unbelievable that these are the goals of the people that run the world that they think that you don't care because they put it on their website. It's the new strategy, by the way. They're, this, they're, they're trying this out. <laughs> so the first one, Jack, and you could go through what the Bible tells us about this. They, believe, so they have eight goals by 2030, okay? And they believe, and they've said this, that COVID will be the means that helps get this done. So let's just go through the first. Yep. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy by 2030. This is what Emmanuel Macron believes, Justin Trudeau, Leonardo DiCaprio, Jeff Bezos on the entire gauntlet. Number two. <laughs> the people who own stuff. The people that own stuff. Because you know why? You'll own nothing, but they will. <laughs> Number two. The United States will no longer be the world's superpower. Outward stated prediction and goal by the World Economic Forum 2030 on their website. Number three, you won't die waiting for an organ donor because you can make organs synthetically. Number four seems silly, but it's actually it's a Bible verse about this. You'll eat less meat. And then the next is a billion people will be displaced by climate change. Um, the, uh, the next is you could be, pre be preparing to go to Mars. And then Western values will have been tested to their breaking point. We'll go into what Western values are. And the last one that I forgot to add on that, Jack, is the eighth, fossil fuels will be obsolete. Yep. The entire energy, will be gr energy grid will be green. Now, does that make sense now why all of a sudden they don't want to use American liquid and natural gas to try to weaken Putin? You see, right now in the White House, they're struggling. Instantly, right. Because they say they hate Putin, and Putin should be held accountable for what he invaded Ukraine, scumbag for doing that. However, they don't actually want to use the one thing at the disposal That's that right. could kneecap Putin because they say, wait a second, we got, to get the, we got to get there by 2030. And if we go frack right now, we're not going to have no fossil fuels by 2030. Right now, Joe Biden can snap his finger right. and reopen the Keystone Pipeline and he can let the permits go now out to start fracking. Why? Because it's fracking and the Keystone, which the United States, I don't know if you know this or not, but for a brief period of time, the United States was the biggest number one oil producing, natural gas producing nation on the planet. That's right. We were the ones that had so much that we could sell it to other countries. So I, somewhere, somewhere in the area of natural gas that at, at 20, uh, 
18 consumption rates, we had just over 2,000 years of natural gas alone That's to right. go. But Biden shut all that stuff off. That's he right. shut it all down. And he, he claimed that it was not good for the environment. And he is so right. Right now, Vladimir Putin could be stopped dead in his That's tracks right. if we immediately released our oil and our energy uh, to, the, to the Europe. Rather, Europe now is dependent upon Nord Stream 2. Nord Stream Russia. 2. That's right. And uh, this is a remarkable play of power. There's no doubt about it that energy is now becoming the new currency. That's right. If we were to be embracing our own energy, these dictators stop immediately. Immediately. Because yep. they, they are in... They feel emboldened when we don't. So let me just say one more thing yeah, on this, no, though. Yeah, no, please go. Which, go. which is, we go through that list, and we can pick whichever one you want, Jack, is that I can tell you almost every single puzzling news item that you see, which is like, why would they be doing that? This is why. Why are they doing this? When you study it, when you study the Great Reset on the World Economic Forum, it doesn't take a lot of time. You know, I've decided to go really deep. All of a sudden, you'll look at the news through a completely different prism. Like, oh, so that's why they want to have two million people illegally crossing the border that's every right. year. Oh, that's why they want the dollar to collapse. That's why they say inflation is a good thing. That's why all of a sudden they say that they want to have a generation of renters and not landowners. That's why they want everyone to have debt so they could reset. All of a sudden, it's, oh. it is the glasses that you put on to make the news make sense from a biblical perspective that will give you clarity and peace of mind to the otherwise cynical and puzzling news cycle. They the have set their, their goal date. They have said, we're going to do this by 2030. Yes. It reminds me of Psalm chapter 2. The Lord looks down from heaven and he laughs. He laughs at the antics of man. And it's quite remarkable. You have to remember this. The word of God, this is not the first generation that has challenged the word of God. It's been challenged since the Garden of Eden. Amen. And God has had an answer. He will always have an answer. And oh, by the way, he doesn't think up the answer when there's a crisis. His answer has always been, it is eternal. And listen, we are not inviting you tonight to join this church or some religion. The happy news for you, you can relax, is that we have no membership of this church, so you can't join, okay? We don't want your money. We want you to know God, okay? And, and when that happens in life, when that happens in life, you cannot be controlled by any political party or by what some group determines what they're gonna do because they think that they're God's. They're not. That's exactly right. And the scripture says, he who sits in heaven shall laugh. And it's quite remarkable. This is a time for us to be bold. This is a time for us to be strong. Not, not arrogant. There's a big difference. That's right. Bold and strong, the believer should be. But never arrogant. Because our God rules and reigns. And he does that first in our hearts. That's where this all begins. And so you don't need to be afraid about the things that are coming. Yes, the Bible tells you what's coming. I don't know about you, but I don't like the things that I don't know about. That's what I don't like. Yeah. But when somebody comes along and says, oh, this is what we're going to do. If it's a doctor, a contractor, if it's a gardener, it doesn't matter what I like when you're a pilot. I mean, obviously your ticket says Cincinnati on it. I know where I'm going. But the pilot gets on there and he says, hey, you know, welcome. We're going to be leaving L.A. today. I kind of figured that out. We're going to be going to Cincinnati. That's, I bought my ticket for that. We're going to be at 37,000 feet. I don't care. 
I just know I'm getting from LA to Cincinnati. And the beautiful thing about all of this is that God looks down from heaven and he sees all of man's manipulation of things and everything, they don't even know it, everything that they're doing is working toward the will of God. And the greatest thing for you to do is to find out what the Bible says. Do not find out what some pastor says or some church denomination is all about. Find out what God's word says. And you know what you'll find out? You'll find out that he loves you. He, you'll find out that that very thing that you long for that you may not remember is that you need to be forgiven. It clears your mind and your conscience. And you know what? Relieves you of guilt because Jesus took that all for you at the cross. He's the Lord, he loves you, he rescued from your sins. This Jack Hibbs podcast, as well as all the broadcast outreach opportunities are listener supported. Will you consider partnering with us through a special gift? Go to jackhibbs.com to learn more and stay connected. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.